almost. I'm just going to keep keep talking, and hopefully, the levels will be will be good. How are everybody this morning? All good. What a morning, hey! I I reckon if if I was a first time visitor here, I would I would sn snatch somebody's hand off to be in this church, because it is just it is just a, a a microcosm of what life in Jesus is. You know, it's family, it is worship, it is just it is and it's power and. I might fall over soon, so I've just got to hold on to. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to, it's Janine Mandalia. I saw her earlier. Where is she? She's usually sat there. Is she in kids? Okay, I'll go and grab her, grab her afterwards. Um, Heidi. God's giving me a, p a picture of an, uh, I think it's either a ring or a brooch or something that has been handed down to, 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 to you through your, um, through your family, maybe from your grandmother or so, and you've, you've been kind of putting it away because you are, it's very precious to, to, to you. God's saying, take it down. Take it down off the shelf, where, wherever you've put it. It's time to wear it. It might, it, it might not have been in f fashion, but you, you know what? We've, we're not called to, to be in fashion. We're called to be in Jesus. And he's calling you out. And then wear it for a short time because it's, it's, that's not the thing that defines you. And then you give it to your daughter and you, and you hand it over to, to, to her. And you, you keep her running with it because that, that, the, the, that ring or that brooch is not the thing that d defines you or it, that is just a sign that Jesus is pouring his anointing out on you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Sure. So, um, we are working through a series in the book of Joshua where we've been um, with a theme taking ground and we've worked through um, since Jan this year up to now, we've steadily worked through this series. So we've basically covered most of, of the things. So when Stan asked me to, to, to preach on it again, I was a bit like, well, there's not, not much left. All the sexy stuff's gone, you know, the, the walls coming down and cr crossing the river and so on. That's, that's all gone. There's not much left. Um, but I, I, I was telling telling him how in this whole series, God's been placing Romans chapter 8. Now, like all parents here, you, you, you're not supposed to have favorites, favorites in children, but if I had to place a favorite chapter in the book, it's Romans 8. If you, if you, if you don't know it, or it's not jumped out at you, I hope it does. It'll, it'll transform your life. It's, it's, I must have probably read it a hundred times in the last nine, nine uh, months. And every time something new uh, jumps out. But there's this theme that just goes around identity, inheritance, and purpose. So 
so I, I was speaking to Stan, and Stan said, that's what, what I want you to, to preach on. So I was really going to, through that, trying to, the thing with, with that chapter is it's so rich, and it's so, there's so much in it, you, you don't know, it's, it's like be, being in a, in a candy store, you don't know what, what, what to take. So this, this week has been one of my heavy tra traveling weeks, I do a lot of tra traveling, so this week I've been on eight airplanes. Um, I went to Cape Town twice, Pretoria once, to Johannesburg. So I ha haven't really had time to, to pre pre prepare so, so well. So what, what, what I felt was that the, the, the so let me, so I, I was on, on this airplane and while I was on there, God just began to speak to me. Not just so much about this preach, or anything like that, but he just started speaking to me, and I grabbed my iPad, and I just started typing. As it came, I just wrote it down, and, and the, the, the specific section was about the, the, the heart of the Father and, and his love for, for us, and how we've been called sons and daughters, and just going away, and it's not, there's no punctuation in it, I'm just, just going. And the pilot, comes on, on the um, intercom system he said right we are approaching uh, we're going to start our descent please put away all electronic stuff and I take my iPad and I close it and there's a lady sat next to me and I can feel a kind of jolt and she leans over to me and she said can I just finish that last paragraph please <laughs> and I'm And I said, that's, that's quite all right. That's not rude at all. So the, the um, amazing thing was, you know, that and that sparked a, a conversation for the next 15 minutes that I am convinced her life has changed. And it was not because of my wonderful writing ability. My wife will tell you it's not that, that good. Um, and it, it, it was not so much the what I was saying it was the Holy Spirit in me the Holy Spirit that was putting God's words on that iPad and then giving me the opportunity to minister to it through the Holy Spirit it's, it's coming it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> let me tell you I've been praying I've spent this whole week praying that the Holy Spirit will just come and wreck this place. So it's coming. Yeah, hang on. So, the... We want to. Mic number one done. Right. How many have we got uh, back there? Let me, let me just check that I'm, I'm not going to blow, blow our, our whole sound budget here on one morning. <laughs> but so to, to get back to my point, so I, I went back to, to, to the book of Joshua, and it was amazing that what made the army of Joshua different was that 
they had an, the, the Ark of the Covenant went be before them. And 90% of the battles, they didn't even have to lift a, a finger. It was the, the presence of God with them, and then the, the, the signs and wonders that happened. Even Rahab in, in, um, in Joshua chapter 2, when she talks to the spies, she said, I know that the Lord your God have already given you this land. By the signs that we've heard of, where he dried up the Red Sea, he, he dried up the, the river Jordan, and God is with you. And it, it occurred to me that that is, that is actually the essence of, of, of how we take ground. You know, and then it's, it's God who is, is in us. So, so, so I asked the, 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 the question to myself, but why didn't, why wouldn't, didn't Jesus, when he, when he went to heaven, say, right, I leave you with this ark-like thing, either a, a, a rock in the Middle East, like the, the Muslims believe, that is their present, and they pray towards that, or something like that. Why didn't he give, a, give that to us? And that is what I, I want to talk to this morning about why the Holy Spirit and why the person of the Holy Spirit, which is very important. You'll, you'll see as I get in. I'm going to pray and then I'm, I'm going to read. Father God, we just thank you for your word. Thank you for the amazing richness it holds for us. Thank you that it reveals the heart of the Father and the love of the Son. And thank you that it, it reminds us that we carry the Holy Spirit inside us. And that makes us sons and daughters of the living King. Amen. So I'm going to read chapter, um, Romans chapter 8 from verse 14 to 18. Sorry, 14 to 21. So it said, um, I'm reading from the NIV. So if it's a bit different to yours, just bear with me. So for those who are led by the Spirit of God, are children of God. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation is subject to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. So that, that bit there starts immediately with a big statement. Actually, a, f a few verses before it it, it, it even says it much stronger. So it says... For those who are led by the Spirit 
of God are the children of God. In, in, in verse um, 8, it's, it actually says that, I think it's 8 or 9, can't remember now, says that those who, who do not have the Spirit is not a son of God. That's a big s- statement. And we, we, we so often think, you know, the, the, the work of the Holy Spirit is, is more for back then. You know, we've, we, we're quite fine now. But let me tell you, it's essential. So there, there, there is, uh, um, scholars have identified about 70 different um, functions or roles of the Holy Spirit. I can't go through all of them. It's, it's the, the one was a helper, the other was a comforter. There's about 70 of them. And I, I don't have time to go all f- through all of them. But so I just want to touch on th- three, which is revealed in the scripture that I've just read. So, the first one is identity. So, if we have a look at, like I've just read again, for those who are led by the Spirit of God, are the children of God. This, and then it, it, it goes on to say that, and by Him we cry, Abba, Father. Now, that, that word, Abba, Father, is, is, a, 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 is a term that was, when Paul wrote this, it was very good controversial because the, the word Abba Father more it, it shows a very intimate relationship like we would say in da- daddy so we, we don't say father it's daddy so it, it's it, it is a and it was a one that he reserved to show that that is what Jesus called his dad because he had such an, an intimate relationship with his father and because we are now in Christ that gives us that gives us the ability to use that title as Abba Father. So that gives us an identity. We are sons and daughters of God. So that's the f- first one. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go fairly quickly. I, I want to leave space a, at the end. Um, I felt God say, um, kind of get, get out of my way this morning. I, I just want to pour it out. So I'm going to be quick. quick, quick. Um, so... The next one is inheritance. It says that, um, and now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs in, in, in Christ. Now, this, as, as is a, a well-preached-on thing, and, you know, our in, in inheritance is our f- future in Him that we, 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 we go to heaven, but it's so much more. Our in inheritance, the full inheritance is the Holy Spirit in us now as well. And by the Holy Spirit, we can draw the deposits from our future in heaven right now and here, and which is a fantastic place to be. But these two things are all kind of about me and my walk and my circumstances. But one that we so often miss is what we read in um, from chapter 8, um, verse 18, which says that the glory that will re- be revealed in us for creation wait in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. That's exactly what happened on that pl- plane. You, you know what? That uh, lady next to me, she, she, did, she was so blindsided by the, the Holy Spirit 
in, in, in the fact that she's got already a, a, a father-shaped hole in her heart, she, and she doesn't know it yet. But as the Holy Spirit was revealed in me, so that's what it says, revealed in us. So be, as the Holy Spirit came out of me, a revelation took place for her, which now she can step into what is next. So that is so important that we, the Holy Spirit is not just for us. It is, the, the, uh, the, there's, there's other translation says that um, creation eagerly await. Eagerly. They are crying out. They don't even know it, but deep inside them, they've got a cry that they want to shout, Abba, Father. And they, they want to get to a place where they, they don't know it, but as the Holy Spirit re reveals himself, through us, they can step into that. So the I I I had a picture um, the the other uh, last week in our elders' prayer, and I I saw Stan wearing cam camo camos so he, he was wearing this uh, camouflage jacket and pants and so on and suddenly he was he, he started to to unbutton it and take this camo off and underneath it he had this bright red tunic on with all the regalia on his shoulder and the medals and stuff that you if 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 you were in the bush if you were two miles away you would see him in, in that and that's what, what, what the Holy Spirit is supposed to, to do. It's in us, but it needs to, to be shown on the outside so that people can realize that, hang on, there's something different. What's that? And a, a revelation of what's in us in, on, the, on the outside. And that, that's what, what, this, what, what this text says about. We've got to wear him on the outside. Now, What does that look like? What does that look like when, when I'm wearing him on the outside? One of those things are signs and wonders. Now, if you've been a, a, around in the last eight weeks or so, you, you would have seen a truckload of them. I've, I sp sp spent um, half an hour trying to write down e everything that's, that's happened in the, in the last, in, in the last few, few, few weeks, and it's incredible. God is at movement. God is revealing himself through the Holy Spirit with signs and wonders being done through his, his church, through you and me. And that is what, where I'm going with this. I, I want to land on a, a commissioning moment where we all part, participate in, in this because we all have the Holy Spirit in, in, in us. If we invite him, he is there. And the outworking of that is signs and uh, uh, wonders. So the first, first question is, but why, you're going to ask me, but why am I not seeing it in my life? The first thing is, um, Bill John, John Johnson, um, in, 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 his, um, in one of his books, says that, um, let me just find it. It says that the, the lack of miracles isn't because it's not God's will for us. The problem exists between our ears. As a result, transformation, a renewing of, of our mind, 
is needed. And it's only possible through the works of the Holy Spirit. So in, in essence, what he's saying is that the problem is not with the Spirit inside of us. The, the, the problem is with what's going on in, in here. It's that bel belief that my inability is bigger than his ability. It's, the, it's that belief that my unworthiness is bigger than his worth. And that the, and we, we've, we've got to get past ourselves. We, we've got to move ourselves uh, out of the way. Our, our, our unbelief. Unbelief is having faith in something else than Jesus. It's straight up. That's no, there's no, there's, that's the only answer. Unbelief or, the, or the, the, the lack of faith is just not having faith in the wrong thing. Having, not having faith that he's a good father and he wants to pour out his gifts and he wants to heal people and he wants to, to, to bring um, spiritual breakthrough through you and I who've got the spirit inside us. Second thing is, and this is vital, the Holy Spirit typically comes on desperate people. And that is so true. I've seen it in my life. It's, it's the times when I'm so desperate that I'm, and then the, the Spirit comes. And it's just out of a, we, we saw it on Thursday night here. We, we had a, a, a prayer meeting. It, was, it wasn't the, 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 the best attended prayer meeting that we've had in a while. And it was kind of flat. And I, I came from, from, um, from, from work, and I was flat as well. And I didn't have faith for I anything. And I was just kind of, you know, praying a bit and singing. And then, and then suddenly it shifted. It shifted by one person's desperation. Taryn Wegley came up, and she grabbed that mic, and she started almost... A it was, it was a bitter cry of her heart. She, and she started singing, I will not stop singing until I see you, Jesus. I will not stop singing until I see miracles happen. I will not stop praying. And she kept on with this. And as she was declaring it every time, I will not stop. I will not stop. I will not stop. I will not stop. Faith started rising in the room. And it was incredible. And from that, Bev brought a word, and it just unlocked it. And then suddenly, healing broke out. We saw two legs grow, two inches. We saw somebody with partial sight, full sight come, come back. We saw, and this was on the back of a flat prayer meeting. You think, crikey, what's he going to do when we had worship like this this morning? And, you know, her desperation... It, it, it might have been something that wasn't, it, it, it wasn't massive here, but let me tell you, it was violent in heaven. The, her cry, her little cry was an absolute violent shake in heaven, and it unleashed heaven right here. And that's what we've been called to, desperate, desperation of more of him. Desperate, and you, you know what the further outworking was? So we were pray, praying for legs to, 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 to grow. And it's, it's a beautiful picture. I'm, I was praying, and a, a lady was sat on the chair, and I had her, her legs, and the one leg was that much sh 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 shorter than the, the other one. And we're praying, and we're going, and everybody just pushes in. It's like a scrum. Everybody's like, and, and I looked up, and what I saw was 
faith and hunger. And just expressing it. Come on. And then Tyrone, who brought that first song, her six, seven-year-old daughter, how old is Leah? About seven years old. She stood right next to me. And I could see she's gritting her teeth. And she's like, ah. And, and, and I said, do, do, do you want to pray? God grabs the mic and she goes, grow in the name of Jesus. I command you, leg, to grow in the name of Jesus. You will grow. You will bow to Jesus. And she's like, and I'm like, why? How's this faith? And you know what? In my hand, that leg grew. Because of her faith. Because of her mum's desperation. Of her mum handing down that ring to her. A leg grew. And how much more does he want to do that? He wants to do that every time you walk into a room and there's sickness, he wants to heal it. In heaven, there's no sickness. In heaven, I, I, I prayed, I said, in heaven, there's no short leg. There's nobody walking like this in heaven. There's no such thing. All legs are, 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 are cre created e equal in heaven. So we've got we've to believe that. We've got to get to a point where Radical faith and radical obedience is, is, is just what, what we do. And uh, let me tell you, I've, I've in, in the last two months, God has done such a work in, in, in my heart. Just, and he's poured out the same phrase, radical obedience. When he says, go and pray for that leg to, to, to grow, be, before I have a chance to... to chicken out, I, I'm, I, I, I run. And even if I get that wrong, yeah, even if that leg did not grow, my faith was still sound. My faith was not in my ability. My faith was that he can do it. Even though it didn't happen, the result is my faith got stirred. And, I'm, and I will not stop praying, and I will not stop believing and I will not stop praying for the Holy Spirit to just fall. And that's what, what we've, we've been. The problem is our faith. We've got we've, we've we've to believe. We've got to put our faith in. You know what? The, the, the currency of heaven is faith. Faith moves heaven. Desperate people who's got faith in a good father. And let me tell you, faith only comes from knowing that he is good. If, if you're not sure, mm, I'm not sure if he, maybe he brought on that sickness because God doesn't bring on sickness. He heals sickness. And it, as, as soon as we grasp that, faith will be just a natural occurrence. You'll, you'll see somebody in a, in a wheelchair and you'll just, you'll jump on it. And you, you, you know what, there, there'll be some here that said, yeah, Christian, but when I was a young man or a young um, woman, I used to do that. But my, my faith is it's a bit, it's not there, there uh, anymore. I thought my season was, was, was over in terms of just after I, I got saved, I got radically saved. And in the next five years, I saw miracles happen left, right, and center. And then it was, I don't know what happened, but my, my levels of faith kind of died down. And then I... Years later, I thought, well, where's that gone? Has, has my gift left me? Has, 
the anointing gone. And it was, it was just, it was just a, and I thought my time was, was done. And God said to, to me a couple of months ago, it's time again. And so that's, that's what I want to do here this morning. I'm, I'm, I've got loads of, uh, just a couple of notes on faith and then I'm going to move on. So faith, faith is like, we believe that in heaven there is ultimate power and there's, it's, it's all there. And that is like a car with a thousand horsepower I- I engine, yeah? If, if, if you don't let that th- clutch go, none of that power will ever reach the, 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 the wheels. So you can have the biggest engine in the world. If the clutch is not released, none of that power is going to go there. And, and our faith is the releasing of, of, of that clutch. So we can pour. It's not our ability. It's not our power. It's His. All we've got to do is we've got to kind of get out of the way. And sometimes faith is just getting out of the way of myself, and I, I'm just going to call it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, Jesus, you come and do it. If, if I get it wrong and I look, I look f- 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 foolish, I still look to you because you are good. Um, faith lives in the revealed will of God. How amazing is that? God's will is healing. God's will is people to be set free. And faith, is that that's, that's what you hook your faith on. That it, it is His will. Healing is His will. People be, being saved is His will. So re, always rem, rem, remember that. Faith is much more free to develop when we truly see the heart of God is good. Isn't that amazing? Unbelief is actually faith in something other than God. I've already said that. Faith is the mirror of the heart that reflects the realities of His world in ours. Isn't that amazing? I'll I'll read that that again. Faith is the mirror of the heart that reflects the realities of His world in ours. Heaven is moved by faith. So, a, a few weeks weeks ago, I, I received a, a prophetic word from a gentleman, and it was actually I'm going to honor him. You, you Johan. So there's 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 a man that just quietly goes on with his business of being radical for Jesus. So he, he, he came up to me and he, he gave, gave me this prophetic word. And I was like, good, are you reading my mail? What's going on? And he, 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 he said that he saw a, a, a big screen and the screen was change, changing the whole time from, from different colors and in front of that screen was a was a big pot plant but it was massive it, and the, in there was a big fern and nobody could ever lift this fern out of its pot and s- s- suddenly in in this fern was lifted out of this pot and it was planted in a big garden amongst the other ferns 
And th there was this big concrete um, a a a apron ar around it, and we were breaking this apron around it to increase the size of, of this garden for it to, 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 to grow. And then suddenly that garden turned into a plowed field with wheat. So let, uh, and I've, I've prayed about this, and what God re revealed me is the screen was different se seasons. So the seasons have changed, and there's a new season. The pot plant was healing. That, that is the one thing that I felt that hasn't really taken gri grip in Glenridge. All the other ferns have been kind of taken out of, of, of its first pot, where it just gets, gets birth, and it's already in the garden. It's flourishing. And healing is the one that's being planted right now. And then uh, um, a, a few weeks back, Anne and Lucy brought this amazing word of wells and waves. And she, she said how she saw this wave, this pink wave. Pink is the color of healing. And that's, that's about to hit Glenridge. It's, it's, al it's already, we've already felt the, the, the first bit of it this, this week. And this morning, we're going to feel it crushing over us. So, uh, Glenridge, are, are you ready? Are you ready to plant this fern and let it grow? And so, it goes further. So, we, we, are, we are making this garden bigger, and eventually it turns into a plowed field with the wheat, and that um, says about the harvest. So in all of this, the ultimate goal is to see people saved, to bring in the harvest of lost souls, of people who, who do not know your Jesus. So all of this works to that, to bringing restoration to people. Right. Just, just where's the band? Can, can, can the band come up? And sorry, well, one, one, uh, as the, the, the band comes up. And then one, one other thing. After th Thursday night, after we've seen all this incre incredible um, break breakthrough in healing and so on, um, Sean came to me and he said, but many, many years ago, before this building was, was built, they were standing right here and praying. And one of the, the prophetic words that came out that this was going to be a house of healing and that people we're going to be shipped in on a train to come and receive healing here. And that the car park is going to be littered with wheelchairs and all those things. And I believe it. It's time. Hashtag it's time. So do, do we believe that? Do we have faith this morning? So I've, I've, I've asked loads of people to, to this week to pray. For God to give them words, words of healing, words of um, encouragement, words of knowledge. This is going to be a corporate morning, a, co a corporate morning that we call upon heaven to be poured out right here. So, firstly, I'm, I'm going to ask, if, if, if you feel that you've never really had um, invited the Holy Spirit to come and live inside you, if, if you've never been, been baptized with the Holy Spirit, Please come forward. Jump up right now. Don't, don't look left or right. Don't think, mm, I'm not sure. Don't let your, 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 your faith stand in your way. God wants you to come here right now. So that's the, the, the first group, group here. Second group is for you who've, who've had that, but uh, it's not, I 
I'm, I'm not seeing the, the fruit of, of that. We're going to pray for, the, for, for that. And then we're going to have, after that, we're going we're gonna to put this in pr practice. We're going to get words up, and we are going to pray for, for people. So, come. Please stand. We are going to press right in this morning. We are going to cry to God. We are going to be desperate people. We are going to say that we will not stop singing. We will not stop praying. We will not stop be believing until healing breaks out in this place, until people get restored in this place. Very good. Kathy just felt we, we, we've got to talk also into, it's a, it's a place where you can get very disappointed as well. I wanted to say to you, if you've ever come forward to bring, bring a, a, a word and you were told it, it wasn't the correct time or setting or anything like that, and you feel hurt and you feel you, you started doubting yourself off, after that. I want to release you of that right now. I want to release you of that right now. I want to release you if, if you've got a fear of man. Because of, of that, I want to release you in the name of Jesus. There is no such thing as a, a word that's not good enough. Or a, a word that's too wide or too broad. If it's Jesus that is talking to you, if it's His Holy Spirit, you just need to bring it. And look, some, sometimes it's going to be that there's not a, just not enough time, but then you take that in, in love and you still say, I came. Well, even though I didn't get a, a chance on the mic, my faith was, was stirred. I came. And uh, let me tell you, faith and, and the gifts of healing is like, it's like, if, if your arm has been um, attached to your body like this for your whole life, and suddenly somebody um, takes, takes a, a scalpel and, and, and they re release it from you and your arm is loose, are you going to be able to, to lift that hand and start using it immediately? No, you won't. Your, your muscles is, is not used to it. So it's a, it's a process. And you have to start by your one little, little finger is going to start moving. And then two and three and four and five. Before you know it, you're, you're lifting your hand. And that's what this is. It's small steps. Small steps of faith. Come on.